Good morning, I'm Anna Palmer. And I'm Jake Sherman. And welcome to The Daily Punch, brought to you by Punchbowl News. It's Wednesday, November 9th, 2022. Let's get into the mix. Here are your Washington headlines of the day. Number one, red wave? What red wave? Number two, control of the Senate hinges on Georgia. And number three, will Speaker Nancy Pelosi stay or go? All right, Jake, let's get into it. It is the day after Election Day and things are clear as mud. Uh, There had been a lot of predictions uh, going into Election Day, Election Week, potentially Election Month, that Republicans were uh, feeling very good about their chances, particularly in the the House. Um, But man, after two years of a very, very tight Congress, a 50-50 Senate, a five-seat majority in the House, um, things are still pretty uncertain. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean, where do you even start here? Um, The... Let's let's trace this back a little bit, shall we? Kevin McCarthy said 70 seats would be in play. 70 seats. Um, They weren't. Uh, they <laughs> lost. They lost. I mean, for the first half of the night, and um, we were bouncing between uh, Punchbowl News World Headquarters on Capitol Hill and uh, meeting with some sources around town, including Republicans who were in uh, quote unquote war rooms and things of that nature. Republicans for a while didn't win a. They didn't even win win a competitive seat. I mean, let's take this from the top here. They they lost. Two competitive seats in Virginia. They won. They beat Elaine Luria, which was a seat they thought they would win no matter what. Um, They lost in Rhode Island where Alan Fung, you know, uh, became a darling of Republican leaders. I put in the newsletter he captured the imagination of Republican leaders, but someone must have changed my prose. Oh, it's <laughs> um, tough. It's tough out there. That, that, those, those, those gems man, oh, sometimes. <laughs> Can a guy get a break? I didn't even sleep. Uh, okay. Uh, Bo Hines, North Carolina, lost. Um, Trump endorsed candidate. They lost incumbent. Steve Chabot uh, lost. Um, it looks like Lauren Boebert in Colorado might be losing. She's within a couple points, down a couple points. Um, we weren't even tracking that race. Um, they, the three South Texas seats that McCarthy was at this week, this week, they lost. Um, they, uh, Myra Flores lost. Uh, Henry Cuellar won. I was getting people, Republicans saying to me, Henry Cuellar is gone. I mean, maybe he's gone back to Washington is what they meant. He's not gone. Um, uh, This is just, I mean, think about the vulnerable Democrats that won Abigail Spanberger in Virginia. Um, Alyssa Slotkin in Michigan. Angie Craig in Minnesota beat Tyler Kistner, a seat Republicans spent a fortune on. I mean, that's Chris Pat. That's the thing, Jake, though. This cash advantage, we've been talking about it, and, and, and McCarthy's team made such a big deal about that this was going to be, you know, um, you know, their kind of, you know, beyond just just where they felt like the, the, the winds were, you know, inflation was going to be the issue of the day, the economy, crime. The, I mean, the, what Republicans campaigned on was all of those kind of key issues. Um, and then this kind of cash advantage where you had Republicans, I mean, they were putting money in some of these races 
um, you know, expecting some kind of 94 2010 scale win and, and it did not materialize. Mo money, mo problems. As, <laughs> as the as the notorious B.I.G. or I guess Puff Daddy P. Diddy once said. Oh. Um, I yeah, I mean they were dumping money across. They were spending money like it was water. Right. Uh, didn't mean much. And I, you got to give credit here to Nancy Pelosi, and I guess Denny Hoyer because we have a lot of uh, listeners in the Sten- in the <laughs> Denny Hoyer orbit. I mean they were saying they would win seats. People thought they were nuts. I mean, people thought they had lost it. They won. They didn't win seats, but they got damn close to keeping the house. It looks like Republicans are going to have a couple seat majority. Any, you know, people were telling us last night they'd get into the the mid two twenties, low two thirties. Um, you know, there are a bunch of seats Republicans are going to win in New York. I mean, New York's going to be the savior for the House GOP. Um, but they said Pelosi and Hoyer said they were going to win seats. They didn't, but like, what a shocker! And, and Pelosi said, "You know, we have the issues on our hand on our side." Yeah, well, they, 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 maybe they did. I guess. I mean, I don't know. I, Pelosi's going to Egypt t- today for the COP twenty seven uh, uh, conference in, in Sharm el Sheikh, um, and we'll have to see what happens when she gets back. But like, I, I it's just you know. Basically, the the Republican majority, should it exist, which we think it will, I mean, um, they have a seat or two in Arizona, three in Florida, redistricting helped them there, Georgia, New York, Oregon, um, kind of all across, uh, uh, you know, all all these seats across a, a smattering of states, no kind of consistency here. But listen, they think they're going to get to the mid 220s, um, low 220s, low 230s, something like that. It'll become clear um, in uh, uh, probably by the end of this week, early next week. Yeah. I, I The other thing I just want to say, I mean, clearly a, f- a disappointing night for, for House Republicans, right? Far, a far cry from... Not only that, I mean, <laughs> the the big, big kind of predictions that Kevin McCarthy has made over the past several months, but even just when kind of things felt like it was coming a little bit back to reality, so far short of historic norms for a president's first midterm election. And we talked yesterday, I, I think it's important because yesterday we said we, we were already kind of laying out the blame game among Democrats, who was going to be to blame. And, you know, a lot of critique over the last week of President Joe Biden and his administration and his decision over the first two years to go bigger and the kind of the infighting that was happening for Democrats. But if you're the the Biden administration, I mean, this was probably the best outcome you could probably hope for. Uh, yeah. I mean, I was listening to um, MSNBC last night uh, on my way on my way home. I guess it was this morning, actually, on my way home from the office from World Headquarters and um the basic gist from from the um from that world from the MSNBC kind of analysts uh was this is a vindication and uh, of Biden's policies i i'm not you know i don't know about i'm not associating myself with that but like this was not the wipeout that they that even democrats expected i mean I was getting I was getting emails yesterday morning, Anna, from the White House and and uh, associated parties, uh, Biden allies who were saying we understand we're going to lose, 
Um, but like, it's not 60 seats. It's not 50 seats. Um, so like, you know, that's not bad. It's not going to be anything close to that. So uh, a vindication for sure. All right, let's move on to the number two story of the morning, which is uh, let's just shift chambers, right? So we've focused a ton on the House, um, but the Senate, holy smokes. Uh, you know, we have been in a 50-50 Senate um, situation longer in, in, than it ever has been in modern day politics, Jake. And, um, you know, all eyes, right? We had a, a big win by Democrats in Pennsylvania, a flip uh, there with with um, Fetterman beating uh, Dr. Oz in that race. But all eyes now are on Georgia. I mean, it is pretty incredible uh, that this state is going to be, again, the, potentially the state that is going to determine which party controls uh, the chamber? Obviously, still, be, be, you know, in, independent of Georgia, there's Wisconsin and Nevada. Those races remain too close to call. Um, but wowzer, uh, you know, it's 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 pretty incredible just how close this is. Yeah. So there's going to be a runoff in Georgia. Let's start with that. Um, uh, the Secretary of State's office, uh, Gabe Sterling, who we got to know during the last mess in Georgia a couple of years ago, um, said it's safe to say there's going to be a runoff for the Senate in Georgia. So get this. I mean, you're going to just see Barack Obama and Michelle Obama might have to take up permanent residence in Georgia for Democrats for the next couple of weeks until December 6th. They are going to be I was talking to a bunch of uh, uh, Democratic sources last night in D.C., but who will be involved in this race in Georgia. And um, uh it's just they are going to pour, pour money and pour resources into this Georgia race. I mean, um, Obama is their best surrogate down there. Um, it is. I mean, it, it's it's amazing. It's just amazing how close this is. And and Fetterman, that's a geo. That's a Democratic pickup. I mean, after all of the talk, Anna, all of the talk. Um, that Fetterman blew it with the debate and because of his very, very unfortunate uh, stroke and the recovery from the stroke. I mean, Fetterman, Fetterman beat Dr. Oz and um, just a, 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 a perfect, I mean, a perfect game in that state for Democrats. Right. And I mean, I just, you know, uh, shocking. I mean, and think of it. This they also think of this Maggie Hassan won. Called early in the night. Early. I mean, really early in the night. Yeah. I mean, that was one of those races that Republicans felt like they were going to potentially win. Also, Michael Bennett in Colorado. I mean, we were talking about that race, and Republicans, again, felt like they were going to have a, a sneaky kind of win in this purple to, to blue state. Patty Murray survives. A uh, lot of buzz, I mean, from Republicans that, that Washington State was becoming competitive, that they they could beat Patty Murray. She won pretty early in the night. No, No drama there. Um, let's put a bow on this, Anna, um, for a second. You're going to have a Senate that ain't anywhere close to 60 votes <laughs> for either party. <laughs> That's safe to say. Let's not go crazy here. They're not going to be, I mean, I don't know who's going to be in control here. Uh, Arizona's not called, although Mark Kelly's leading. Blake Masters has come back a little bit. But as of, we're recording this at 523 in the morning, um, Mark Kelly is up 52.8% 
to 45.76% uh, is the uh, uh, is the margin at this moment. Um, we don't know what's going on in Nevada. Uh, I've seen John Ralston make um, some some predictions that that Catherine Cortez Masto could win. It looks like uh, Adam Laxalt has the uh, edge right now. But let's put a bow on this, Anna. It's going to be another two years of incredibly, incredibly, incredibly tight control in Washington between the House and the Senate and a Democratic president. All right. With that, let's move on to the number three story of the morning, Jake. Um, something we've we've spent a lot of time thinking about publicly talking about privately talking about um but but let's talk about speaker nancy pelosi will she stay or will she go that is the big question now um you know clearly a a great a much better night than a lot of folks expected for democrats pelosi had predicted um that democrats were going to do well i think the big question is you know does she stick around now because it you know because she feels like she needs to or she wants to um I don't know that anybody knows. I've always said the the thing in the last several years is that Pelosi's going to make the decision. Nobody else is going to make it for her. Uh, what say you? Yeah, yeah, I think that's right. I mean, I have anybody who knows. There's no one who knows what she's going to do besides her and a couple other people. Um, uh, I'm not. You could guess. We could all guess. Um, uh, we have no idea. I mean, could she make the case that she's that she wants to stay and and look what happened and and she could lead them back to majority sure. Um I don't know. I mean, can we talk about well let's just also talk about McCarthy for a second here. Um he wants to be speaker. He's going to have the majority most likely. Um almost certainly at this point. How the hell is he going to win the speakership? I mean, he is going to be leveraged to the hilt by other Republicans. I mean, they, he hates that. He there's nothing more that Kevin McCarthy hates than being leveraged and being being um, being uh, uh, held, you know, against the ropes and getting having to give things up for their for people's support. That's going to happen. Take that to the bank. I mean, McCarthy's going to have to give up the farm to win Speaker. If he let's say he has two thirty, let's say he's two twenty five, um, he could lose seven to be to be Speaker. He's gonna have to give something up. I mean, he's gonna have to. I I, I don't know. It's it's gonna be a a really interesting couple of weeks. Now let's talk about Pelosi. I mean, Democrats aren't gonna hold their leadership elections till after Thanksgiving. Um, Republicans are gonna hold theirs as of now, as of Wednesday morning. They're gonna hold theirs um, next week on a week uh, November. You know, uh, whatever it is, November fifteenth. Could they delay it? Maybe. I don't know. I mean, uh, I don't know how they're going to. Um, I, there's going to be pressure to delay it. McCarthy would be silly to do so um, uh, because he's going to want to move quickly. I, I mean, the whip race is up in the air. Tom Emmer wanted to make the case that he he got all this all these seats and he was going to be he could be the best whip. He, I don't know that he's going to be able to make that argument anymore. Jim Banks and Drew Ferguson are going to have a, a, a new new lease on life, although People are going to say about banks, you're close to Trump. Trump didn't give us squadoosh here. <laughs> he didn't help us at all. Um, so anyway, uh, what a what a um, uh, what an interesting what an interesting deal. 
All right. With that, we'll let you run because we have to keep reporting out on what is happening and finish up this morning's newsletter. Thanks so much for listening. We really appreciate it. You can subscribe to our free morning newsletter at punchbowl.news where we dive deeper into all of these topics. Uh, And it is going to be something that we are covering uh, every single day, three times a day as for our premium members about the future of Congress, what's going to happen, the lame duck. I mean, there is no shortage of things for us to cover. So we hope you subscribe and continue to follow us. Have a great day and stay safe.